Welcome back, welcome back for another yeah. episode of Galaxy Culture with your star host, P5, and Mr. Mufasa himself. Yo, 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 greetings, greetings, greetings. We just want to apologize. We know it's been a while, a couple months, more than a couple months since we uh, dropped our last, last, since we dropped our last one. Um, a lot of the things been going on in our lives, you feel me? So, and I'm pretty sure it's been the same thing with y'all as well. You know, but we back. We're going to try to spit them out, you know, as much as possible. I got a better working schedule. He got a better working schedule. So we're going to get these things done. Trying to tell you, man, really hoping everybody's been good these last couple months. And like you said, you know, everybody's just having a lot of shit going on with themselves. But, you know, real niggas prevail. and shit changes with the weather. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But, nah, today, man, it's been some crazy world topics and everything. But today's topic is what we're going to talk about today. We're just going to talk about people being locked up for crimes they didn't commit. You know, sitting mm-hmm. in years, them decades. Yeah. And then we're also going to be talking about that new purge law in Illinois. See what everybody's intake is. Yep, 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 yep. So what's your, like, how do you feel about people being incarcerated for crime? Not committed. You know, it's actually pretty interesting because I had a professor in one of these classes. And when I forgot which actual class it was. And, you know, this was a question that was brought up. You know, like, if somebody's is going to be locked up, for a crime they may not have committed. Like, is it better for them to be locked up or is it better for them to be out? And it's so interesting how much, like, the class struggle with it. Like, me, I'm one of those people where I don't want I don't want to answer this question. You feel me? And it's not that I don't want to. It's that I can't. I can't in good judgment say, this person probably didn't do this crime. That we should still lock them up because, like, what justice does that bring to like the actual victims of the family and stuff like that? But I think another piece of this, right? Because recently it's been a lot of different allegations and stuff <coughs> like that. So it was an allegation that happened a couple years ago, and it was a star football player. I think he was in <laughs> Alabama or Georgia, right? So the one girl accused this man of rape accused him of rape and he was sentenced I think he did like six eight years in prison Mm. like that's a long time for somebody that lied and this and nothing happened to this lady nothing at all in this case I think she should be I think she should go to jail but because that's messed up bro six eight years of somebody's life that's six eight years you don't get back don't get back at all. And I was watching, I think it was like divorce court or paternity court or something like that. This man spent six years in prison because he didn't pay child support on a kid that wasn't even his. And the lady knew that he wasn't the father of the child. Like, it's just like some real grimy shit, man. Like, let me show you what type of world we live in. It's yeah, a cold, it's a cold fucking world. And I think you know, do I believe in due process? But like some of this, like legal ju- judicial system, like man, it's a joke at times, man. Depending on the crime, yeah, it's a whole joke. Yeah, but bro, you really have to. My thing is that, bro, the fact that they can just 
hold you, even if you're innocent, they can still hold you in that jail, bro. Yeah. And you know, innocent until proven guilty, but you still serving that time. You feel yeah, me? You're not out doing free things. Here, yeah. Dang. So I'm looking up a couple things right now. <clears throat> I um it was actually an NFL player. Um, I can't think of his name. I want to say his last name was Abram or something like that. Yeah. He played with the Falcons. He actually had the same little thing where um, he almost – he got accused of rape and shit like that. And that motherfucker almost lost his whole football uh, career and all that. Yeah. It happened back when he was in college. And it cost him, like, some delays and, like – a long ass day in the draft and shit. Like he don't like he didn't he didn't get signed or anything for like two seasons after that class that he was in was actually playing. Yeah. And that shit shit like that, like being locked up for something you didn't do, like I just find that so fucked up, bro. Because like you were saying, the way this uh the judicial system is and shit like that, it's crazy, bro, and it's sad. Because you can't even you can't even put trust or faith into it. Yeah. Even though you know deep down inside that you know you may have not committed that crime that they're accusing you of and all that. Like, you know, if you know you didn't do it, like there's no way to prove it. Like and then think about all the shit like that happened back in the day when DNA or technology wasn't so advanced and you know, a motherfucker dead ass no, he didn't commit that robbery or that killing and he had to sit for that time. Like, yeah. I don't know if you've been paying attention, but a lot of people that got locked up back in the day for shit they didn't commit, they're just now getting out, bro. Just now getting out. Just now getting out. And the majority of them, you know, ain't trying to Mind put you, a race card or anything. They did this shit before we even, you feel me, before me and you were even born. Yeah. Probably before even parents was even born. You know, yeah, so like the 50s like and 60s up. and shit. And the, I ain't trying to point no fingers or pull the race card, but the majority of them are black. Yeah. Like let's just let's just go ahead and do that. You know, whatever situation and circumstances like, to each what, their what, own. What was the I don't know if you watched the little show or the docuseries on Netflix about the little shit that happened with them boys in New York in Central Park. Oh, you talking about the oh I know when what they you, see us. When they see us. Yeah. That's what it's yeah, when yeah, they yeah. See us. I know Man, I know exactly what you're talking bro. about. That shit had me hot, bro. And then those district attorneys and shit ain't you feel me ain't getting no time. Put on there like nothing, bro. Like that shit really like that shit pissed me off and that bit hurt my heart. Yeah. Like that shit really like hurt my heart, bro. These kids young as hell get put away for twenty plus. And I'm no looking gr- at like no gratuity, like nothing, bro. Like you feel me? Yeah, I understand that nigga that did it. Yeah, he came clean and all that, but bro, them little ass boys set a long time, bro. And then the cops mm-hmm. manipulated them. So check this out. This is according to deathpenaltyinformation.org. This is my reliable source. Um, one thing that we do on this podcast, we do, we're not biased when we talk about things. We talk about our opinion and how we feel, and we're always open to different things. But um, we al- we also bring the facts along, you know. So this is, like I said, deathpenaltyinformation.org. Um, it's a information center about, you know, people, death penalties, the policy issues, facts, research, executions, death throws, such and such and such. So 
this is the innocence. The death penalty carries the inherent risk of execution in innocent person. Since 1973, at least not uh, at least 190 people who have been wrongfully com- convicted and sentenced to death in the United States have been exonerated. 190 people. That's probably a couple hundred years in prison that they spent collectively. And this was since 1973. Yeah, how long? So since 1973, not that long ago, I remind you, at least 190 people who are wrongfully convicted and sentenced to death has been exonerated. Let's not forget about the the people that were most likely executed that were innocent. Their lives taken away from them. I'm I'm not one of those people. I'm not going to sit up here and bitch about our justice system because I don't know a way to fix it. But we have to question some of these some some of these decisions that's made. It's it's ridiculous that like a hundred and like one person who served time in prison for something for a crime they didn't commit. It's just horrible. Let alone a hundred and ninety. That's a long ass time, bro. A hundred and ninety people. Same, probably similar stories. But then it comes down to right. It comes down to police officers doing their actual job, detectives doing their actual jobs, and lawyers doing the same thing as well. Now, how many of these, out of 190 people, right, how many of them were forced to confess? We don't know. How many of them, it was just shitty police work? How, no, my question, how many of them actually had hard evidence? That's Honestly. like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And it's tough. And people look at our justice system and things like that. Our people be like, oh, serve justice, serve justice. Our judicial system is not based on justice. And if anybody if, if anybody can prove me wrong, please do so. Now, this is my argument why. It's based on rhetoric. It's based on persuasion. You have the jurors, whoever create the better argument, wins. Now, do they do that with evidence? Some. Do they do that with the words? Some. Like, it, it, it's based on, I feel like it's too. Hey, hey, hey. You know they also go off your background history, too. Yeah, definitely. But oh, it's well, too... when he was 16, he yeah. was caught breaking into a house. Like, you know how they do that shit, bro. It's dumb shit. It's but too like many... you say, it's, it might be who got the better argument. because No, it definitely is. It, it's definitely who got the better argument. Okay, for an example. A court-appointed lawyer won't have the best argument because they got eighteen clients paid. at one time, eighteen yeah, different clients for, at one time. Uh, the court-appointed um, exactly attorney. They don't now, they don't get paid for the when they're that. What I found out is they actually have to put in hours, as even as a real lawyer, like they have to do that shit. Like they have to be a yeah, public defender. Definitely, but like my my point my point being is. Public offenders don't get paid shit because and they have too many clients, right? But now if you spend a couple money, you know, some couple monies <laughs> on a decent lawyer, 
that the lawyer can devote time to you and come up with a better game plan. For an example, this is the perfect example right here. Casey Anthony, who killed her own damn daughter, which we all know. And let you know what? I'm about to pull that card out, too. And we can talk about O.J. Simpson. We all know his ass is guilty. But his lawyers convinced, persuaded the jury that he was that he was innocent. Nah, them, them, them leather gloves. And yeah, same thing with Casey Anthony. It is not about justice in the system that we have. It is about persuasion. And that's messed up because somebody who can talk eloquently, who went to Harvard or who went to Yale, if if they're if they're for the state, and then you have this person that went to a damn junior college, then went to some unknown university for four years or got his damn degree online. He's not fit to critique himself in the best manner for him to persuade a jury. But this is the kind of stuff that we let slide in America. It's crazy. We need to reevaluate who we are as a people. It's just, it's sad, bro. And then what's even more crazy is us as colored people can do the same crimes as a white man, but we're going to get more time. This is true. And we but see at it. at the same time. Yes. At the same time, we're, we, you know, we easily get identified or lied on. So that's why, that's another thing I feel like plays a part of these people getting locked up for crimes they didn't do because, you feel me, somebody called out a random description and the police just jump on it. Boom. Yeah. We got and, the guy. Ain't because he like, fit on, the quote-unquote description. Yeah, like, hold on, bro. This man is walking back from the gas station with some snacks for his kids and y'all just going, you feel me? Yoke him up. You know, it's so many situations, right? It was this one guy, and I remember this because the, the video, to me, was heartbreaking. It happened a couple years ago. The young man ended up passing away. He was 18, 19. This was at the height of COVID, right? So he's wearing his mask and everything like that. He walks into this convenience store. He bows. He bowed at the man who, who, was, who was passing him. Bro, I have never seen nobody show that kind of fucking respect in America outside of martial arts or unless that's in your culture. For you to bow at somebody, bro, like I get a hey, what's up, you feel me? But to go as far and like yeah, nah, you know, man, and this is probably people probably think I'm going to overanalyze this certain. But for you to bow at somebody, the selflessness that it that it takes to bow at a person that that shows to me that's the ultimate respect that you can show, and I think that overall speaks to a, his character. So he buy these things from the store and everything. And he's on his way back to his place. He's anti so he's antisocial and like he doesn't he, he's not very social. So not just one police officer, like three police officers is coming up to this man asking him from questions. He states that, hey, I feel uncomfortable, I have anxiety, and he's he's list he's listing these things at this point in time. One officer should be enough. The other ones should step away. Be in close proximity, you know, and things like that. And somebody talked this man down. Nope, that didn't end up happening. They end up wrestling this man to the ground, put him in a chokehold, and he ended up passing away. They didn't try to administer CPR or nothing like that to this man, which is devastating. 
that's crazy. Wrongfully convicted, right? They 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 already made their minds up that this person, quote unquote, fits the description. This man is on the sidewalk walking home, minding his own damn business. It's crazy. Some foul ass shit in this world that we have to live through as uh as you know, black colored people. Yeah. So you know what? Let's um let's take a little step back and uh let's talk about this. Um this is from this takes place in Georgia, but it overall is part of our conversation. It's the Georgia Innocence Project, I mean project. So it talks that you can go in here, you talk about cases, you can learn, you guys can do different things if you don't believe a damn word that we saying. And so it's a innocent black people are more likely to be wrongfully convicted of crimes than innocent white people. Oh my goodness, that's a shocker. But anyways, um, of sexual assault, 3.5 times is more, more likely to be convicted than an innocent white man. For murder, seven times is likely to be, you know, convicted compared to our Caucasian counterparts and y'all this isn't a race thing by any by any means you feel me I got white friends <laughs> now nah, I was just playing like you know this is not a this is not a race thing we just want the majority of people to understand like that this is about our topic you know which is about innocent people being locked up you know um it just seems that it's more you know wrongfully convicted black people than it is white people but it is what it is and a major one out of all of them is drug related, which black people are twelve times is more likely to be committed. I mean, convicted. So it's That's tough. Insane, it's like, tough. That shit is insane. That's insane. Yeah, man. I don't know. You know, don't get me wrong, brother. You know, every race has been locked up for a crime they haven't committed and shit like that. Yeah, definitely. That right there overall is just, it's just something that I feel like we need to look further into um, as far as like with the judges, the jury and shit like that. Like, I'm not gonna lie, like that would have been, that would have been a great like topic to actually sit down and talk to their ass about in front of them. Like, yo, like, what do y'all really go off of? You don't have to, we'll even blur your face out if you wanted, if we wanted to get it on video, like. Like, I just want to know, like, what do they, like, what do they think? Like, what do they go through? Like, are y'all going off of evidence? Are y'all going off because, you feel me, she's spitting game and she she making her defendant look innocent? Listen, like. But, like, like we talked about earlier, bro, it's all about persuasion, man. It's like some of these, you know, people, like, when you're in the, when you think about a judge, it's not the actual person. It's the, it's the seat that that person holds that has such prestige that has such, you know, um, devotion to the law. That's what I'm saying. It's not that actual person that's sitting there, but it's the chair that they're sitting in the position that they hold, you know, because they get, they get persuaded as well. And that's what it's all about. You, You see what I'm saying? And so like, it's really difficult for us to, for me personally, to sit here and be like, oh, damn, you know, some of these judges just don't like black people or whatever like that. But I'm I'm pretty sure that's a hard situation to be in because on one hand, <coughs> you're probably letting this serial rapist off. You feel me? 
And on the other hand, you're no, probably no, no, locking no. up they, this innocent. You see what I'm saying? So like it's like certain damn. crimes that you feel me, you should me personally, I feel like you shouldn't get out on. Like some some crimes, they should just you get your sentence to death, they just gotta take you out back and do away with you. And I, I do think look. Like anything that come with them them children. Yeah. Them, them, the grown folks touching them children, like now nah, I just sentence them to death, take them all back, hit them with the lethal injection, whatever the fuck y'all want to do it, but he gotta go. He can't he can't live here no more. His soul is <laughs> I completely agree to a certain extent. I do think because we're talking about, you know, innocent people, right? Getting put to death and and things like that. So what if this person is innocent? You feel me? And then it takes years and years after to find that out. Unless the person just come out and be like, oh, yeah, man, like I raped, you know, X amount of women. I really liked it. It was all cool. You know, I got off on it or I killed these many people and stuff like that. I don't think I don't think um, what it is. Death row should be a thing. I think after this person commits these crimes and this person talks about it, there's no damn rehabilitation. So much money is spent on this stuff and these taxpayers and stuff. like. And I'm not making it seem like a money thing, but so many resources are spent on somebody who's going to die anyways. I think they should have the option if they want to die right away, or they should have the option to sit in prison for the rest of their life. It should be up to them. I mean, this thing, my thing is, like, if you, this is why I say with the kids, I know we're getting a little bit off of this, off topic and shit like yeah. that, but my thing with the kids and shit is just, like, bro, it's a kid, bro. They not even grown, so they gonna be scarred, bro. You know, you you know, we all got some shit that we're scarred by and shit like that, but I you, you can't imagine being scarred by something like that. Like, bro, your whole your whole like demeanor and shit will change towards what you like, whether it's boy or girl. Like it's gonna change, bro. Some things like the way they may think is passionate, or them like feeling touching on you know that might that might trigger some weird shit, make you feel uncomfortable, even though that's your lover. Yeah, so, like that's what I'm saying. Like, if it's gonna scar a person for life, then yeah, me personally, that a person's life gotta go, especially a rapist. A rapist, a child molester, child trafficker, you name it. Anything with children, bro, they got to go. Leave the kids alone, bro. Leave the kids alone. And you got grown. Hey, get out of there. You got grown hoes selling pussy. You, you, you better go touch something that's unexperienced. You know, I'm not one. You make me sick, bro. Yeah, I'm not one to be judge, jury, and executioner, but on this certain topic, bro, Things that you said, like, I completely agree with, man. Um, it's too much going on, bro. I was talking to a coworker the other day, and we were talking about the abortion laws and all of this crazy shit, you know. And there was a 10-year-old that got raped, and I think it's, in, I think it's somewhere up north, Iowa, Illinois, some, some shit, or the Midwest, whatever the hell they call it, you know. She got raped, bro. She, um... Got pregnant by the person who ended up raping her, right? And in the in that state, there is no no abortion law because you know the Roe versus Wade thing got overturned, 
and you can't get an abortion, but a doctor end up doing it anyways, right? The doctor end up doing it, and everybody's upset, like, oh my goodness, why would you have this 10-year-old kid get an abortion? First of all, she's 10. What the fuck were you doing when you were 10? You was out having fun and everything like that. You wasn't getting raped and molested in nine months. You were expected to have a baby. Bro, a 10-year-old body is so small and fragile. She would not have to. It's no physical way she would carry that baby to term. So the doctor did what anybody, I believe, in good mind, good conscience would do. He made, you know, he he had, he had he did the abortion thing. However they go about it, I'm not really sure, but he made it happen. His morals and ethics got called into question. That's ridiculous. And I'm like, and I, I don't, I don't know if he's still a doctor or anything, but most likely, like once that happened, you know, you either get suspended or your credentials get taken away. You can no longer practice just because you know the state outlawed abortions, and you know that's just fucking stupid, like. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. I don't understand if mother. You know what it is, bro. It's because they want more. They want more people in this world to work, bro. I was reading some uh, stats and shit. Damn, bro, we getting off the topic for real. For real, um, I was reading some stats, bro. They're decreasing, like, um, uh, not the decrease, but it was an increase of like people having kids and shit now. They said mm-hmm. before it was very low. Like yeah, now they, like now everybody's having kids and shit like that. And I was like, oh, they just want more people to work. I don't care what nobody say, bro. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead, jump back on topic. And this, so everybody's seen the, hopefully seen the movie The Purge. Um, and if you haven't, we'll give you a little backstory. The Purge is this fictional movie. Um. Shit, but ain't fictional no more. <laughs> <laughs> Where the crime rate in America is very low. Um, and all, all crime. All crime in America is very low. People seem to be more happy. America seems to be thriving just because one day out of the year, for 24 hours, all crime is legal. Every single thing that you want to do. If you if if you wanted to go get a prostitute, legal. If you wanted to go kill your next door neighbor, legal. Like all of these crimes. If y'all haven't seen a movie, please watch the first one because I don't think it gets any better than the first one, honestly. But this is the nickname of the law that is being passed in Illinois. Um, so on, uh, this is according to travelnor.com. And so it states. On January first of two thousand twenty-three, the safety acts will be the safety acts will be commenced in the state of Illinois. This act will get rid of cash bail system in its entirety. The name safety acts is an acronym for safety, accountability, fairness, and equality today. So, basically, you know, let me go down a little bit more. So there are 12 non-detainee offenses where the new law will end cash bail. So what cash bail is, if you get, you know, um, so people, 
will get arrested and, you know, you get charged with whatever, whatever, whatever. You get out on bail. You what? Isn't it like 10 percent of the bail that you have to have for the bail bondsman? Yeah, you got you to have 10 percent up front. So let's say I get arrested, ladies and gentlemen, and those who do not identify for and the bail is ten thousand dollars in order for me to get out of jail my family or somebody have to put down $1,000 on the books and then the next $9,000 you pay in increments however the bail bondsman would like you to. But in this certain case, there are 12 non-detainable offenses in this new law that will be passed in 2023. These laws include second-degree murder, Mm. arson, Mm. Drug and drug induced homicide, mm. robbery, okay. kidnap, aggravated battery, burglary, intimidation, aggravated driving under the influence, fleeing and eluding drug offenses, and threatening a public official. You can do all of this shit. In 2023 in Illinois, and not go to jail. <laughs> That's crazy. I ain't gonna lie, bro. I'm speechless on that one, bro. Like, a part of me was just thinking, like, yo, it's about to be so many fucking murders. But you gotta look into the extent of what second degree murder is, though. Yeah, a lot yeah. of people get charged with first degree because, you know, some of them planned it. Some of them, for me, did it on purpose. I think second degree, if I'm correct. Hold on. Right. So here we go. Um, second, second degree murder. Oh, this is um, Cummings Law. This is the website that I'm getting it from. So. Sounds pretty funny. Um, so second degree murder. Oh, but this is in California. So, but I don't know if it's like nationwide. Well, it ranges. It ranges in different states and stuff too. Yeah. So should we just look? Yeah, let's just look it up. Then. So okay, here we go. Second degree murders refers to an intentional well, no, killing it. without. Oh, go ahead. So yeah, intentional killings without premeditation, uh, intent to cause only serious bodily harm. Extreme indifference to human life. Um, another type of second degree murder is when a victim dies because the defendant showed an extreme level of indiff- indifference for their life. Uh, and then felony murder, of course. So, felony murder is when someone is killed during the course of a felony, like a robbery. This can be classed uh, as both first degree and second degree murder in California. Um, Florida actually has that thing too where God forbid you know you go on a crime and go rob somebody and they end up shooting you you actually get charged with the boy's murder that's the fucked up part yo yeah I was waiting on you. Oh, my bad. <laughs> so, think 
Well, let's take a step back, right? This is happening in Illinois. Um, and if a lot of people don't know, um, Chicago is in Illinois. Chicago is one of the oh, no, worst. It's the whole state? I thought it was just a certain part. No, uh, this is the whole state. They, they passed shit. it in the whole, in 2023. Uh, yeah, this would be a whole state. The governor, I believe, passed this law. So, should be pretty interesting. Yeah, the um, it said the Safety Act was signed into law in 2021 by Governor J.P. Oh, yeah. Per Pi Kaiser, I don't even know his damn name. Um, featuring, yeah, uh, justice, criminal justice system reform, and it says this. the The overall point of this act, listen to this. This law will help in systematic racism and criminal justice system. <laughs> So motherfucker come at you, you fucking inward, 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 nigga, nigga, nigga. You can pop his ass. Yes. But this is, I don't think, okay. If this is the end, systematic racism is not doing nobody any help because, and I'm not trying to be racist or anything. The people that's probably going to take advantage of this most likely are going to be us black people. Like I was saying earlier, it's Illinois. Chicago is in Illinois. Oh, Chicago God. is already one of the, is already a murder capital of the United States. Do you think crime is going to go up or do you think crime is going to go down because there's no consequences for their actions? If they commit one of those twelve crimes, they will have they will they will only go to jail once they are convicted of this crime. That process takes a long time. By the time you get arrested, and they be like, "Oh, never mind, we can't take you to prison." But hey, um, this is on your record, and you're gonna probably have to go to court next month. If somebody tell me that, I'm taking my ass to Mexico the next day. That give people so much time to commit more crimes, to commit more robberies, to commit more second degree murders, arson, whatever, whatever, whatever. And it gives them even more time to leave that state. Yeah, they do. Well, that um, that's like, uh, I think it was New Orleans. Yeah, New Orleans. They actually had a law. Um, fuck, let me... I don't know why I put this bitch up. Let me search it up. I think it was something like a 30-day law. It was like something 30 days. Like, bro, like, you can commit a murder, dog. And they had, the police had, like, 30 days to actually have a witness or somebody come forward and shit like that, bro. Man, nobody came forward after them 30 days. You were, They let you go. Let me see if I can find this shit. It's you just, never heard of that, law? No, I have, I have not. It's really sad. It's really sad. Damn. Let me see. 
not giving me what I want. It was, uh, hold on, let me go back one more. Oh, it's called the 60-day murder. <clears throat> That's what it's called. Okay. The 60-day murder. Yeah. It's like... Shit. Yeah, they have 60 days to come up with, you feel me? Yeah. Proving that you were a murderer. Like, nobody came forward, bro. You were, they were set free. They were set free. They didn't go off for evidence. You, know, you had to have a witness, which was a crazy-ass law. And then Katrina hit. And then, you know, people were moving to, you know, the New Orleans people was moving to Atlanta and shit like that. I was thinking they can do that shit. Yeah. The other states that they were moving to. Nah, bro. Changed a lot of motherfuckers. But that law still, that law is not in effect no more. Yeah. You know, and I think one thing that people have to go do, guys, you have to go do your own research. You have to. For the survival of our nation, for the survival of common sense and your own opinions and ideas, do your own damn research. Don't don't be on TikTok and listening to all of these people and you think they understand. They don't because they probably haven't did their own research. They're making a TikTok off of somebody else's TikTok. So when you guys when you guys listen to us, we're gonna state where we get our information from and we give you this information. We don't want you to develop an opinion off of the information that we give you. We would like for you to go do your own research, go get your own understanding, because it's all based on perspective at the end of the day. It is. Get out, do your research. I'll just follow the crowd. And so get with the wave, get off the boat. You feel me? <laughs> so man, it's just it's just kind of frustrating, you know, that this is these are things that happens in society. Innocent people dying in prison for something they haven't committed, spending years in prison with no restitution for something that they didn't commit. And also people being free for crimes that they did commit. And I feel like I'm happy we talked about these things because it shows two different it shows two different levels of it. And you know, probably people think that we're contradicting ourselves because, you know, oh well, these people who committed crimes, you mad that they're not going to jail, but people who you committed crimes, it's nothing like that. If you committed a crime your ass should be, you signed up for it. Your ass should be in jail. If it's a crime that you committed knowingly and like you brought harm to somebody else in their family, put your ass in jail. But if it's a crime that you didn't commit, that people said that you committed and they can gather this evidence against you, that's ridiculous. I'm saying all of that to say this, and this is going to be the last thing, one of the last things that I say for this podcast as we come to a close. I said it, and I'm going to say it again. Our justice system needs help. We are not a people. We're divided over too much shit. Divided over if a mermaid should be black. Divided over too many ridiculous things. Dumb shit. And we're not taking the things that matter into effect. 
We're not talking about how as innocent people in prison spending their whole damn lives in prison for a crime they didn't commit, whether it's one person or whether it's a thousand, one is too many. And we're not talking enough about people that can get away with murder. People that can get away with so many heinous crimes. Because this is only happening in, in Illinois right now, yes. And if you don't live in, in Illinois, you probably don't give a fuck. But that's not the attitude to have because once it happened in your town, once it happened in your state, then it's going to be a problem. Let's care about it now. Let's not wait till it's too late. Let's not pay attention to the right wing, left wing, whatever damn wings. If it ain't no hot wings, I don't want it. You see what I'm saying? It's too much politics and everything that it gets thrown at us on a daily basis. And there's too many people that pay attention to that shit. Go get your own research. Go get your own facts. And then come up with come up with your conclusion. Then come up with, with an opinion for yourself. Because using others' opinions ain't doing nothing for us but making the world a, a worse place. It's on you, P5. We just fucked up. Nah, man, you know, like he was saying, just look into it, do your own research. Get right with it, you know. All right, guys, we are definitely going to try to get back into doing this shit a lot more. Like I said, our schedules have changed. We're definitely going to have way more episodes dropping, I promise. Um, coming up, we'll be entering season uh two with us, you know. Thank you. Uh, thank you for everybody, you know, all around the world. I'm peeping, like, we got different countries listening to us. Man, I want to say thank you for you guys listening in. Uh, for sure. Yeah. Um, we greatly appreciate y'all sticking with us. Um, we would definitely want our fan base to grow. Um, we definitely want our listening base to grow. But we don't want it to grow, and we don't want it to be um, fake. We want it to be authentic what the information that we give out. We want to be honest with you guys and we want to put the facts out there. So many podcasts that's, you know, talking about, I won't necessarily say bullshit because it's what they're talking about. But I feel so much accomplished talking about things that matter such as, you know, like, you know, how many people locked up and shouldn't be you know, different laws that's taking place in this country. Because outside of our bubble, we're not worried about other things that we don't understand. And, like, they're not communicated to us through the proper channels. And we want that to be known. We want to touch on different things that's going on in the world because we're all the people. Somebody have to speak out for, you know, these people, and that's going to be us. If you guys have any topics that y'all want to slide our way, you know, please do. Oh yeah, feel free. We definitely open up, you know, discussion. Definitely, definitely. We love having open discussions. We're not blindsided. It's called galaxy culture for a reason. Um, just because the way how we talk about things and the way how we go about these conversations is is broad. There's no right way to go about this. We want a deeper understanding of every single conversation that we have. Just how scientists want a deeper understanding of the universe. 
Yeah, that is true. That is very true. We also have some special guests coming soon. I promise we're gonna be. We got a lot of come. We got a lot of good stuff coming in the near future. With yeah, the definitely, definitely. Like, yeah, we've been slacking a while, so we apologize. But I'm on a better. I got a better job. You feel me? I got better hours and things like that. Got my own crib now. You you feel me? So like we've been doing things, you know, outside of the podcast and our personal life. We have to get our we have to get our shit straight before we get on here and talk shit. You feel me? To to our audience and things like that. We ain't trying to mislead nobody. We have to we have to do right in our lives and then come on here and be positive influences or be um thought provoking influences. Yeah, but well, all right. Now we'll catch everybody next time. Thank you guys for tuning in. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Ciao.